Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuch and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. Welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast. Three moms getting real with parenthood, relationships, and our WTF moments of our daily lives. Today we are talking about, what are we talking about, y'all? We are going to talk a little bit about the Team Mom Family Reunion episode that aired last night. Just because I felt like it was a good episode, but we're just going to talk about it briefly um then we're gonna have a real good venting session 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 because three of us need to just have a good venting moment and laugh after and that we have a q a that we put up onto the think loud crew page on instagram just asking you guys to let's talk like what do you guys want us to talk about and ask you guys to drop some questions and I checked it out and we actually got like some really good questions and really good topics. Some of the questions I'm like, damn, like, I feel like this needs to be a full um, episode episode yeah. on it. How did you feel about last night's episode? I thought it was good. So from the beginning, 
I low-key fast-forwarded through Macy and Ferris talk just because yeah. I didn't want to waste my time on it. Um, I did go on Twitter just to see like what people were saying. I always like to check the hashtag, the team up and reunion hashtag. Yeah. Um, especially if I'm a little late to watching the episode, cause then I can kind of get the vibe of like how everybody's feeling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Macy said, not a waste of my time if I'm getting paid. So oh, I figured energy? that means that was the energy that like Farah in her conversation was a waste yeah. of actual time, but Macy's like I got paid to sit there and have that conversation so it is what it is so I didn't think it was worth rewinding um no, it so was like, just a, like the same stuff like she just wasn't responsive to anything that was Macy was saying to her or trying to you know you know everything was just like on defense so it yeah. really wasn't worth yeah I didn't think so, because I read someone else's tweet and it said Macy had the patience of a saint because I wouldn't have been able to even sit down with Farrah without losing my fucking shit. And I was like, yeah, I I didn't see the first few minutes, so I don't I can't really speak on the Macy and Farrah conversation. But just in the episode, Barr and Ashley really stood out to me. Yeah, Yeah. I I actually teared up when Barr was really in the in the moment. Yeah, I really, really like their segment and I like seeing their growth and I love how like they are both open to like admitting their flaws at times, but like mm-hmm. they're trying to hold each other accountable or like try and make each other better. Um, and I like that that aspect of a relationship. Like I thought that was really nice to see. And I think it's also really real in all time in in any relationship you know married or not it's hard to be you know open and I love that she took accountability of knowing that her words do cut deep sometimes and her working on that so she doesn't make him feel lesser because I I liked how she was um when they're on their session they were talking about um like her making like a deep breath or like a sigh and him thinking that he's in trouble. And I could relate to that because sometimes I sigh a lot. And I remember when I was in a relationship with Robert or even with Martin, he'd be like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm just breathing. I'm okay. Like, it's nothing that you did, but I would have to constantly like tell him like, it's nothing about you. It's me. I'm just trying to like, release release but it's interesting males always think it's about them or feeling like they're in like the doghouse or something yeah Yeah. i've had that experience where it's like the person doesn't say anything so it's like like they don't ask you why you're breathing hard there's no (laughs) okay what's going on anytime i breathe hard zach is like what is what's wrong with you the second i breathe hard and he doesn't ask me what what we breathing hard about? I'm gonna. <gasps> <gasps> I'm about to start hyperventilating. You about to ask me what the hell is wrong, girl? Okay. Yes. Like, no. So I was happy me. to see that at least he's like. At least he cares. He cares. Yeah. But I, you can see he Even cares he when she like said it was him and the causing the problem. Yeah. He was still like Ash you know, when Doctor Bryant on. or when Coach B said like, does he show up for you emotionally? She said over like way too much like that that stands out because you have some men that are just like so emotionally detached 
that they don't even know how to be there for their woman when it comes to like emotions or things of feelings and stuff. So I'm rooting for Ashley and Barr. I pray for them. I want them to work. I want their marriage to succeed. Um, I think that they're extremely open with their story and extremely vulnerable, even when they know people are going to be judgmental Mm -hmm. or um, have an opinion where it doesn't matter. Right. Have something to say. Um, but I appreciate their openness and their vulnerability, especially on this kind of show where I think after you do like one or two seasons, you can already know, like when you film certain things, how the fans or supporters or viewers are going to take it and it can be good or bad. And either way, like you already know what you're setting, you're, you're setting yourself up for. And I feel like they still show the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. They're and, raw and real with it. Yeah, and that's relatable. Yeah. And, it, and it helps other young families figuring it out. So I really liked, I liked their scene a lot. And I liked when um they did the ropes course. Zach and I weren't there. Yes. But you can just feel Barr's, like, emotion when he's rooting for Ashley. Mm-hmm. Like, the way he was talking to her was like, come on, like, I need you to do this. And how Ashley was like, I did it because I didn't want I didn't want to let him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From the beginning to the end, the whole like he was forever like, you got this baby. Like I felt like this was their episode. Yeah. This was their episode to really see like a softer side of their relationship. And I I love Coach B. I feel like Coach B really sets um some kind of like familiarity with everyone in some kind of way to make them feel comfortable so that they do open up mm-hmm. and they are able to, you know, push a little harder, like lean into that uncomfortable situation. So I just want to give a shout out to coach B for creating so that environment. We are going to have coach B on the podcast. It's going to be our basically like team mom family reunion season finale i think it airs on the first of next month is the last episode and i feel like it's only right that we have coach b on um prior to the season finale so she has said that she would join us to um do a podcast episode so i'm super excited to have her on especially because i just feel like there's so much about her that we don't know or get to know from the show. Like when she opened up to Macy and Amber and I during our session, she kind of told her story and I want her to like retell her story on a platform um, where it's not going to be like edited out or cut out. Um, yeah. Cause you, Cheyenne shared like, when I say she's she relatable, in, she's like, not yeah. speaking from like a professional standpoint but it's she has been through a lot in her own journey and she has her own testimony. So it's like she knows literally how some of these people feel like yeah. she's been in their shoes. So I think that is something that helps because I know in t- different therapists that I've spoken to over the years, sometimes you can't always relate. or You're not comfortable to open up because that person can't honestly relate to what you're going through. And yeah. sometimes you need that relatability. You need to know that this person is experienced like you know, what you've been through. situations in life. So I, I, I would, I would love to learn more know, about her, learn more about her. Yes. Yeah. And then Zach and I had our date on the show last night. We chose not to go to the ropes course because we kind of felt like going into the family reunion, we really wanted to take advantage of not having the kids mm-hmm. and yeah. not having like 
we weren't we like left our phone in the room 90% of the trip like we genuinely wanted to take advantage of the setting and just be with each other but when we got there we realized that we did a lot of things separate like the moms would go and do something Mm -hmm. yeah dads would go and do something or you guys needed some time to yeah, like connect. Zach, Zach said he's like, I've been on more dates with Gary than Cheyenne. Right. <laughs> but that's like, that's literally how we felt. There was one date. We didn't get in an argument, but we kind of got into like a disagreement because Zach, not with each other, but just in general, we were just kind of frustrated that we felt like we came here to work with each other, work on each other and like work within our relationship and that we were so busy with everybody else and doing everybody else's friendships and yeah. relationships that yeah. we kind of forgot about each other. So I was really happy that we were able, that he was able to set up the date. Um, it was very cute. I'm you guys so mad that he peed us. Huh? He peed in that damn water oh. bottle. <laughs> when he did it, I literally remember him filling the water bottle up and him like shouting at me that he needed another one. And I'm like, you really had to pee. Like you oh, genuinely wow. had to pee. Yeah. But the island was surrounded by homes on all sides. So he couldn't <laughs> pee off of the island because people were like on their decks, basically like watching us. Oh. Film. Could you imagine indecent exposure? Yeah. So. <sighs> I, we were like, you can't pee like off the island because then everyone's gonna see your penis. See what um, you don't want that. Yeah. So people were like, why need this pee in the water? But that's the reason why. Peed in a bottle. Whatever happened to the bottle? That was my wonder. Like I was like, who threw this bottle away? He threw it away. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Like that was my. <laughs> we bottle. weren't about to leave it. There was a. He had a trash bag there for after the date. Oh, okay. So it just went into the trash. Okay. I had to teach Boss how to pee in a bottle, like two go in traffic. Yeah. And afterwards, I was like, "What do I do with this bottle? Like, I didn't want to drive around with it. I was in a, I literally pulled over into a random parking lot because the and traffic set it was, down. Litter bug. No, I I drove to a trash can. Like it was like a grocery store. Damn, Shannon was ready. <laughs> litter bug. No, I didn't want someone to pick it up thinking like it was like a lemonade, lemonade uh, or the, like the some lemon kind lime of, Gatorade or some kind of ju- that's really bright. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't want somebody thinking it was like some kind of like, you know, drinkable beverage. So. Drinkable <laughs> beverage. I just gave you a few. It's <laughs> like little boys have it. I pulled on, t- um, I got off the freeway the other day with Parker and let him pee. Just, <laughs> I felt bad. I just let him pee on the side of the street and oh. the whole family walked by us. I said, sorry. <laughs> and sometimes it's you got to be literally, I'm so a part of the, if you got to go, you got to go. Like, yeah. hey, it is it is. I said, Parker, oh. here you go. Yeah. Said, you can't hold it. All right. I think it was Somebody on the way. Sent me a message last night, like I can't believe you would allow him to do that. I'm like, first of all, he's I didn't know. Like, what does allow? that mean? Allow him. Right. And second, like, trust me, if I had to be on that island, I would have been asking for a blanket and a towel to figure it out too. So, see, this is so messed up. What What is messed up? Uh, vaccinated kids and non-vaccinated kids and school and that kind of stuff so what are they saying you have to do if you don't vaccinate your kid 
So right now, Parker um, is not vaccinated and somebody in his class had COVID. So generally, like the whole class goes on quarantine, right? But now they're allowing the kids that are vaccinated, they can go back to school. But if the kids are not vaccinated, they can't go to school. And so yesterday they have a new thing is so your unvaccinated kid can't go to school, but they can watch all the kids that are at school on Zoom. That's torture. Yeah. Fucked up mind game. So yesterday I put Parker on the Zoom and then I was sitting there watching him watch his friends be so happy at school, like them doing all their daily routine. and. I asked him, it took a moment. I'm like, as a parent, like, I don't like this. So I know you probably don't like this. And I asked him, how do you feel about this? And he said, I feel so sad. Like, I want to be at school with everybody. And it took me a while. And then one of my friends told me, like, you need to break it down to him of why he's not there right now. Just be real and be honest. So I had to tell him, like, Some people have shots. Some people are vaccinated for COVID. And he's like, okay, I get that. Like, and I said, well, you're not right now. So that's why you're not at school. And some of the other kids are on Zoom as well with you because they're not vaccinated. And he just was crying because he just felt he's like, mom, I just, I want to be at school with everyone else and do those activities. So... Then we proceeded to go on a nature walk because he was getting ready to go on a camping trip. But I'm like, you don't have to go on Zoom. I think that's just a little torture. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was torture for him. That was hard. Um, so I feel like we just have to like break things down for our kids at a young age. It's like, how long do, are they saying for him to stay? Till Thursday. Luckily, he leaves today. He goes to Atlanta today. But still, it's like he missed um, Valentine's Day with, like, all his friends and doing the Valentine cards. Um, You know, then he saw that he got chosen for, like, special person of the day. And he's like, oh, man, I'm not there. I can't be special person of the day. And it was just, you know, those little things that kind of triggered him, like, Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't be at school. So as a parent, you have to, I don't know, there's just hard conversations. Like we just have to keep having with our kids or like reality things or them to understand like what world we're living in right now. Yeah, it's confusing. Okay. I think it's a relevant conversation. And it's also with like, there's new they're lifting a lot of mask mandates. So I got a text this morning saying that one of Boz's classmates or a student tested positive in his class. Um, and they were just informing. They didn't let us know who or anything. Yeah. They and don't. then I also got an email from the school saying that, you know, the mask mandate for outside has now been lifted so that they're not going to enforce ma- enforce these kids to wear a mask outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and like playtime, which to me is the most, you know, that's when they're going to really be interacting and be in each other's faces. Yeah, and whatnot. Face so it's just, I've 
this is something that's been weighing on me. And this morning, it was just like another reality check of like, how do I feel about this? So like processing everything. And, you know, my child's not in vaccination age, age group yet, but it's, it's, um, this is a tough conversation and it's, it is really tough on how to move forward or how to break it down to your kids or. I feel like it's a lot of personal choices for, um, where Ryder goes to school you have the option to if you want your kid to wear a mask outside or not Mm -hmm. we we put on there that she doesn't have to wear a mask outside because she plays Ryder is one of those kids who plays really hard Mm -hmm. and we don't want her to be like wearing a mask and out of breath and yeah that was always our thing and then they but we asked like because like you said during playtime you know that's when you're in each other's face in each other's faces and stuff but they said they still watch the class like um, her class only has like 10 people in it. They still watch them to try to get the kids to socially distance. My thing is the kids are going to touch regardless yeah. and they're going to yeah. touch inside and they're going to touch outside. So it's kind of like you're taking your chance when you're sending your kid to school, no matter if they have a mask on or not. What, and even before before all this, like you're. I feel like kids are so germy. Like my, when before this Parker always got freaking sick because kids are germy and kids have snotty noses and are always doing some weird stuff. I don't know, (laughs) but yeah, it's an interesting conversation. It's interesting. It's crazy to have, you know, like a six-year-old and like having to have these conversations with him and seeing him emotional because of it. Um, Cause you know he's just I feel like I was talking about it yesterday I feel like you know we always say that our kids are so resilient to this and you know they're you know they're taking you know we're doing so great but like at the same time I don't feel like we take the time to really ask them how they feel about the whole situation like we know how we feel about the situation but I don't think we sit down with our kids enough to see how is it really affecting you yeah. And I, I guess it's a part of like the type of parenting you do, but, um, I like to ask my kid what he's going through or how he feels. So I think yesterday it hit me like, are you okay? Like, how are you feeling today? How does it make you feel that, you know, how things are going on at school or the things that you're hearing or the things that you're hearing at home with, you know, parents and family talking about the whole situation. So I took that time to really just reevaluate me as a parent, making sure that he was okay. I was like, let's go out. Like today is the day we're going to go outside rain or shine. Like let's make the best of today. Yeah. I think having a student watch other students playing and doing their activities through zoom is not a good idea yeah i don't see why the school would think that that is a good idea i guess it's they're like, trying to make them feel included but it's like what message sending? separation yeah like it would they call it school tv and i'm like no because at first i was like okay this could be cool but then it's like they're like um the teacher's like oh go say hi to the kids on zoom yeah like, yeah it would be different if these were like college age students where they could like process and be like i'm doing this because this is my choice but this exactly. is exactly six like this is you know, that is not 
normal and it's like to me that's like a form of trauma that they don't even understand what's going on and as a parent you're like I see this this does not look right it does not sit well with me like my kid may not even my kid doesn't understand what's going on but they know it doesn't make them happy and Parker obviously you said he said he made him feel sad so it's yeah he cried uh, afterwards yeah I'm sorry yeah because he was just like he said I'm sorry mama like that's um I gave him a choice I said you know you can be a part of this if you would like to but if you want to shut down your zoom go ahead and shut the computer and he said yeah (laughs) all right cool here we are like I'm not gonna force you to be like you said it's like a form of trauma do they have to test to go back to school yeah so they'll have like testing and all that stuff but it just but then it makes me weirded out because I'm like so you're not gonna test the other kids that are at school because they were all exposed so yeah I don't know at Ryder's <sighs> school if someone's positive the whole class has to quarantine for five days and then on the fifth day you get tested right um, and you come back if you're negative of course if you're positive then you um stay home stay home if you are choosing not to test your child then you have to quarantine for the full 10 days interesting yeah that's how it usually is so i don't know where this school tv idea came with so that's weird i didn't (laughs) like it i think it was it showed you know separation yeah don't need to feel right now yeah kids need to just feel happy and be kids angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You know, besides that, 
what else has been going on with your life, Shannon? I feel like we haven't had a good check in or talk or a girl to girl, a, a moment to just say a woman to woman. Life is woman. great, or what the fuck is going on? Um, right now, I just feel like, which I'm about to get, um, is I've been yearning for some me time. I feel like I just been momming and working and momming and working for my whole life. No, I'm just kidding. No, but I feel like it's just been nonstop. I just been feeling a lot of weight, um, especially from Parker's birthday party. From I just been, it's been bam, 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 work, 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 work. Like, and I've just been in a space of like stress and feeling a little bit of like anxiety and a little bit of, I'll say it, but a little bit of depression. And um, just because I put so much weight on myself, I'm so hard on myself. So um, I've been wanting to just have like a little bit of me time part. My mom, I think my mom has realized that. And so Parker and her are going to Atlanta for five days. Dang, that's good time. That's a real me time. Five days. That's I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I was trying to like, oh, where can I go? But the way I like that, where it's like, you don't have to remove yourself from your, where you are, mm-hmm. but it's like, let me take your kid away. Like, yeah. That sounds. So cool. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for I'm excited you. For you. You deserve it's this. It's so necessary to take time for yourself, no matter if you're a mom or not. Yeah, it is. But when you're a mom, it's just a little harder for us to be able to take time or to really do anything that's for us exactly. So I think it's really cool that not only do you get to have this time, but it's like Parker's going to be with your mom. So it's like a genuine time where you don't have to worry. You know what I mean? Like there's some nights where we have like date night or something. And it's like, okay, we really can't enjoy ourselves because we know right after this, we have to go back to pick up our kids and, and we're back into into parenting mode real quick. But it's like five days. That's I would know what to do with myself. I don't know either. I'll probably be over there. I find myself in all kinds of just. It was yeah. funny. I was talking to my client and I told her and she was like, girl, I'm so happy for you. She said, what you about to do? I said, I was thinking about putting more like hours on my schedule. She said, girl, if you don't not work. <laughs> I think you should go get like a massage, a facial. I would treat myself to a nice dinner. That sounds bomb. I would get some edibles. Buy yourself something. I did that enough last year. (laughs) What, the edibles or buying yourself something? Buying myself stuff. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, what? I was like, when were you doing all these edibles, Shannon? Where did you find the time? Shannon, <laughs> next week, we definitely need like a recap on how you spent your five days. Yeah, I will. This oh, is exciting. Sure. And it falls over the weekend. So take, we can hear that. Oh, sorry. So and it's a long weekend too. Take some notes as to what you're doing with your time. So when we ask you next week, you're like, I don't remember. Okay. So much. I did so much as Kyle and I are like, I did so drowning. much. <laughs> How are you guys? I'm going off of zero. I literally am going off of nothing right now. I feel like I can see it. Oh, yeah. My eyes are so puffy. 
I feel like you've had an eventful week. Week. Mm-hmm. Or weekend. Yeah. So, Zach and I um, planned on going to Miami. So, we went to... The plan originally was we were flying into Miami to South Beach. We were going to stay there. Say that again? Said y'all look like you had fun. For the the night we were there, we had fun. Y'all, they got away for one night, didn't know how to act. Got away for one night, didn't know how to act. And then God said, come home. (laughs) The plan was... (laughs) The original plan was we were flying into South Beach. We were supposed to be there for two days, three days. We were going to be there for Valentine's Day. We were super excited to like spend Valentine's Day together out there. Um, we had got Ryder was with her dad and then she was going to go with my mom for like two of the extra days. And then Ace was with my dad and um, Isabel, who's our nanny. So like the kids were in good hands. We were so excited. Zach ended up inviting his best friend, DJ, and his girlfriend, Frankie, because it was DJ's 30th. And we all, they have a daughter also, so they got a sitter for their daughter. So it was like four parents who haven't been out in forever, and we didn't know how to act. For like the first hour of us being there, we were all just looking at each other like, what do we do? Like, And what did they do? They went to a strip club. Yeah, we ended up going. <laughs> so we had made like all these professional plans. Like we made reservations to go to Prime. Like Frankie and I were talking about like how we're going to get cute. We're going to wear these nice outfits. We were going to a fancy restaurant. Like all this fucking bullshit. <laughs> we, the boys are like, nah, we're going to the booty club. We're going to the booty club. And we're like, but we wanted to go to this nice dinner. And DJ's like, we can go to Ruth Chris at home. So booty club, booty club. We ended up at the booty club. Um, why is it called the booty club? It was right. called, I think it was called booby trap. Booby trap. And yes. we had so much fun. So much fun. How much fun did you have? Way too much fun. For popping. At first, people were DMing Zach because Zach had posted he was at the strip club and people were going crazy in his DMs like, how could you do this to Shy and all this stuff? <laughs> and little did they know I'm sitting right next to his ass. Probably like, yes, going <laughs> We had so much fun. We didn't get back to the hotel until like, I feel like the sun was coming up. And as soon as I feel like I closed my eyes, I got a call from Corey. Corey called and he said, I'm not trying to freak you out. And anything that starts with, I'm not trying to freak you out. I'm freaking out. Brace yourself because you're going to be freaked out. I'm literally freaking out as soon as you tell me don't freak out. So he goes on to say that Ryder woke up between like 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. or something and was throwing up and could not stop throwing up. And it's been like five hours since that time and she's still throwing up. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, is it food poisoning? Like, what did you guys do? What did you eat? Like, we're going through everything. What have they done? He's like, I've done Pedialyte, Gatorade, Pepto-Bismol, Tylenol. Like, I've put everything in her to try to make her better. Nothing is helping her and she can't keep anything down. So we get on FaceTime and Taylor's like, it's to the point where like Ryder has nothing left in her to throw up. Like, she's throwing up like the... She's like, dry. Yeah. 
So they put Ryder on FaceTime and Ryder just looks like super lethargic, out of it, like barely can talk, not moving because she's so weak at this point. And I'm just like, literally like, fuck. Like, so I'm Zach's already looking at plane tickets. Yeah. Back home. Um, And I'm like, okay, let's call her genetic doctor because with Ryder having VOCAD, she cannot go through what's called like a fasting period. Mm -hmm. So she can't go for long periods of not eating. And when you're throwing up, you're, it's the same thing. Eliminating. It's basically a fasting period, but on like steroids because you're taking out more than what you're putting in, but like doubled that amount. So I called um, her genetic doctor they transferred me over to like their emergency line. I explained to them what was going on. And they're like, you need to bring her into the emergency room right now. Because when you're doing that and your body's overworking itself like that, you mm-hmm. can go in with her. She can go into like shock or she can have a, like a metabolic um, coma. coma. So we have like this medical letter for Ryder that explains what she has and explains what the hospital is supposed to do when they, when she arrives, because mm-hmm. her uh, condition is rare. So a lot of the nurses or people, don't they don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So like we have that letter that really helps us. So I called my mom. She was like, I'm going to meet Corey at the hospital. Um, Had us on high alert. So everybody's just going crazy. Everybody was on high alert. I'm like with COVID because it's like you can't bring people in there. You can't go in there. Cheyenne's not here. And all we're thinking about is like, and this is, I think this is Corey's first experience really without me. Without, yeah, without Cheyenne. Corey's been here for these moments, but without, you know, as him, the sole parent, yeah, going through this and seeing her in this state. So it was, you know, I felt, I felt Corey, I felt Ryder. I could feel my sister and Zach, like everybody was just in this, you know, place of just disarray yeah. for a moment. And I was so far. Yeah. And it was early was in Miami, in but <laughs> the flight, the next flight was like five, around like 5 PM leaving Miami. And it would make us get back around like eight 30 to LA. And I was pissed because now I'm just sitting in a room and it was such a freaking pretty day that day. Like it was so beautiful outside and we had a nice room like with the bay view and everything. And like Zach and I literally, we just packed and just sat in the room and waited for hours for the flight because we didn't even know what to do with ourselves. Like we couldn't go down to lunch knowing that riders on her way to the emergency room. Right. Like enjoy a nice lunch or no, like DJ came and was like, come on, like, let's just at least go like take a walk. Like, it's just so pretty outside. And we were just like, no, like we just had to sit and just wait for the time to go to the airport. And then by the time we did that, it took us 20 minutes the first time to get from the airport to the hotel. Now, going back to the airport, there were like five accidents and everything was just shut down. So oh we God. sat in one spot for at least 30 minutes. I know your anxiety was high. I'm literally in the Uber just crying because at this point I'm like, we're going to miss the flight. Yeah. So Zach is like, we're not going to miss it. Like calm down. And I'm just like pissed because everything in me knows we're missing this flight. Mm-hmm. Like we're physically not moving. Like the car is mm-hmm. not moving at all. 
And I'm texting my mom like, I'm just I don't know what to do. Like, I feel literally helpless in this situation. And I don't know how to even cope with feeling like this because I'm so used to being being first on call. Yeah, I'm the one who takes her to the hospital or like, you know, like it's just that's what it is. So we get to the airport and it was 516 when we got to the airport. Our flight started boarding at 520. And we had two bags that we needed to check. So we go to the front desk or whatever and asking, can we check these bags? Like I explained the situation, like we literally just bought this flight and we've been sitting in traffic for hours. Like I need to get on this flight. Like I'm not taking no for an answer. At first they were telling us like, no, no. Basically saying that I was like, okay, well, what if I leave my bag right here? And it gets on the next. And I and it gets on the next flight. And she's like, "We're not cargo." I'm like, "You're a fucking plane. Like, put it on the next flight. <laughs> put my shit on. Like, like, period." Yeah, I'm like, I'm not asking if you're cargo. I'm like, like, put it on the next flight. It's not that hard. I see you, sis. Like, so I, I know you're not cargo. I literally went from like I talked to three different people. I asked for a supervisor. Finally, I talked to the supervisor. And what irritated me was that the supervisor was so rude but doing everything i was asking her at the same time so i just had to swallow her rudeness mm. and just keep saying thank you but it was like she was making it happen but like being a bitch you and wanted it, to make sure that it was so inconvenient yeah and it was like sorry that you have i'm to like are you doing sorry, it for- it was so weird and zach just kept tapping me like just let it go let it go and i'm just thinking like I'm so lost because you're literally helping us, but like, like mad at us, not mad at us, but like kept on like huffing and puffing, like for this, they're going to be mad at me for this. I'm going to get scolded for this. And I'm just in there like, okay, okay, you. but are you doing it? Like, so we finally got the bags checked. Then she tells us, she literally hands us our stuff and just says run. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay. So we run. We go to TSA, fucking packed, like line down the hall packed. And I just look at Zach and I'm like, there's no way we're going to get through this on time. Our flight is boarding. It's not going to happen. He finds some like real old guy who was working on like the other side where it was it wasn't like first class. It was like American Airlines, like elite check-in area like all glassed off and everything like golden rope that you have to get past no exaggeration so he goes up to the guy he's like you go get in line i'm gonna go talk to this guy we're gonna figure it out i'm looking at zach like sobbing like yeah i need to get to my kid my kid is in the fucking hospital get me to my kid and zach is looking like if i don't get her on this plane i'm i failed so that comes running up with the guy. The guy pulls and gets me and just takes us in front of everybody in front of the TSA. And he's just like, I wish you guys luck. Like, I think Zach explained the situation and the man yeah. just looked like I'm trying my best to help you. So we go through TSA. Thank you to that man. My bag gets stopped. My purse gets stopped. It goes on the other side. I look at Zach and I say, take your stuff and run to the gate and just hold the gate. Like, I will run after you. Our 
So my bag gets stopped and I'm just thinking, what the fuck is in my bag? And then I'm like, fuck, my dumb ass. There's a water in my bag because I worked myself up all day so much. I just bought some Advil to take because I was I gave myself a headache. Be like, take this fucking take it. And I'm literally looking take at the out. lady like, please just take the water out. Like, don't sit here and try to go through this whole thing. Right. Zach is already taken off. So I take off after him. I'm like running and trying to put on my freaking sneakers at the same time. Was it a, was the gate far? Oh, my God. Oh, no. The gate was so far that, you know, when you hit the end of it and then it has the arrows that are telling you now go this yes. way. If we had an option to either take like the escalator to get to it or keep going down the hall. And I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do, what I, do? I do? But I could still kind of see Zach's head like a mile down, basically. So I'm like, OK, he didn't get on that escalator. Let me just keep running. I've never ran this much <laughs> in my life. All right. And I'm like genuinely running because everything in me is like, if I get this close and I don't make it on this plane, I'm just going to be devastated. Right. Zach is running. I'm running. And this is the crazy thing. I swear. I thought I was seeing Zach the whole time I'm running and I'm calling him. I don't know. I'm calling him because. When we went through TSA, he we were both like just fucking up because we were just so frantic. Yeah, like he had left his phone in his pocket. So then they had to bring him back through TSA and like put his phone in a separate tray. So then I was worried that he went when we left, he might have left his phone there because we were just so frantic. So I'm like running and blowing his phone up, trying to make sure that he had grabbed his phone. So finally he answers. He's like, I can see the gate. I can see the gate. And I'm like. Okay, I'm behind you. And I'm like, we're both like going crazy running. So finally, I hit the corner where I can see the gate and I can see he's like right there and there's like two people in front of him. I make it to the gate and I'm about to throw up because everything that I did a few hours ago at the strip club is coming (laughs) out of me. That takes me a Sprite. And I'm like, you had time to stop to buy a Sprite and some barbecue chips? Uh -uh. I double clicked on my phone and it came up and it did like this and I grabbed it and I ran and I'm like, what? I love him. Oh, so I'm trying to catch my breath. Get you a man who can and wants to. Thanks. Right. I catch my breath. Not really. And the couple <laughs> in front of us, this man turns around and goes, it's you. It's you looking at Zach. And I'm like, what? Zoom. But I'm so out of breath. I'm not talking like I'm genuinely concentrating on not throwing up. And Zach is like, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And the wife is like, oh, my God, it's them. And I'm like, <gasps> like, I'm focusing on my breathing so I don't throw up on them. And she's like, can we take a picture? And she already has her phone oh. out, camera out. I didn't say one word. And I'm <sighs> Yo. I'm like, lady, if only you knew that what I've gone through today and what I'm going through right at this moment right. and she snapped the picture so quick and I, I had nothing in me to say yes, no, delete. Can you please wait? Like, stop. Nothing. I just stood there. It Hi, was- lady and her man. If you guys are listening, can you please reach out and share that picture with us? I was just like I'm very curious. I had my mask on. I'm sure I was just like this because I was like. It was like one of those where it's like, oh, 
we're doing this. Okay, we're doing this. I know okay. I to look bizarre in that photo because it was a terrible, terrible day. Oh, she oh got God. you in your moment. Wow. Ryder is, okay, y'all. So, hold that. on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> so, we get to, we get on the plane. Like, we freaking get on the plane. Yes, they're on the plane. And it was, it was to the point where we got on the plane and Zach and I just looked at each other. And I don't know if it was like a laugh or a cry or if it was both. <laughs> Probably both. But we were just so like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> we sat there and I just cried a little bit and he's laughing and we're laughing and we're just like, is this our life? Y'all did it. <laughs> we did it. We were so proud of ourselves. And at the same time, just like the anxiety is so bad because at the end of the day, you know, I'm checking my phone every two seconds. Corey's giving me updates from the emergency room yeah. and sending pictures and videos and trying to make sure that, you know, we're also, he's like, I know you're probably going crazy. So let yeah, me try right. to keep you do updated the most so that you don't go crazy, even though you're going crazy. Like he said yeah. it before we left. He's like, you guys can totally stay out there. Like I can handle this. And I'm like, we already bought a flight. Like there's, he's like, it was just worth, I just had to say it, but I'm like, there's no way that my kid is going to spend the day in the hospital and I'm going to poppy steak tonight because that was my plans. We were going to poppy steak and I was so juiced to go to that restaurant. So we fly home. Ryder got released from the hospital and I'm so happy that she did. And I'm so happy that we came home because right when I got her from my mom's, she had a fever. Like as soon as I picked her up, she had a fever and she was just like, she could barely open her eyes. And she opens her eyes and she goes, mom, you came. And I literally just sat on the couch and just sobbed, like holding her and crying. And Zach is like, why are you crying? Like, we made it. Like, you're here. She's fine. Like, we're going to get through this. And I'm like, <laughs> but like, count on us, you know, they, yeah, you know what it means a lot to them. Right. And my mom was saying the whole time after Corey dropped her, once she got her from the hospital from Corey, the writers come and say, okay, where's mommy? Like, when is mommy coming? Like, every she was like, she was asking for to go to my mom's house because she knew it was one step closer to coming home, like over here. Yeah. And it was just a lot. That night, we just, the four of us, me, Ace, um, Zach and Rye, we all slept in the bed together and Zach and I were just on the ends and we were just so happy to be with our kids. Like, yeah. and that's how we spend Valentine's Day. And it was, we kind of laughed at ourselves for thinking we made plans, you know, and for thinking we were going to have some, y'all, I bought lingerie, okay? We really thought we were about to have a nice romantic getaway. Y'all still can plan that. I was just about to say, y'all still, you'll have that night. We ended up right back in the bed with our babies. And Ryder's been home since. And she kind of goes through these moments where it's like, okay, she better. And then she kind of declines and goes back down. And um, it's been interesting. They're doing a bunch of testing still just because they're kind of like, what went went wrong? What's going on? And her stomach is just kind of jacked up right now. Um, It's just been a lot. Like, it's a lot. And I'm literally saying I'm going off of nothing right now because last night, 
she just couldn't get comfortable. So I couldn't get comfortable because I was sleeping with her to make her comfortable. Zach couldn't get Ace was like doing weird stuff. So like we literally have not slept. And this morning I woke up around 4 a.m. and I could see Ace was just up. So I told Zach, let's switch. Cause Ryder kind of finally got into a deeper sleep. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, 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 like it's okay, it's okay. And then when I came back into the room at like around 6 30, Zach was like, I should have switched with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's a chance, get boy. Oh. But that has been my last few days. And since then, I notified Ryder's school. And um, Corey had posted that Ryder was in the hospital. So a lot of Ryder's schoolmates, moms, and stuff that I deal with um, that Ryder's really close to follow us and they saw and have reached out. Mm-hmm. And Ryder has the best community because she was really upset that she missed the valentine's day party yeah they have sent her cupcakes we've gotten balloons delivered i just got a text right now saying that there's some flowers Flowers outside outside. the house for writer that's beautiful every parent is like what can i do how can i help i've received and i think this is the overwhelming thing and i'm gonna shut up because i'm gonna go get the flowers outside but I'm so used to my support system coming from my family mm-hmm. and coming from like my friends. But when it comes from outsiders, like it's so overwhelming. And it's not that I take my friends or my family support for granted, but it's like, you know, these parents don't really know me. Yeah. They know that our kids go to school together, but they're going like, above and beyond to make someone else's kid feel good or feel special and it's it's overwhelming I feel like I've sent out so many thank you messages I'm like Ryder we're gonna have to do thank you cards before you go back to school like it's so overwhelming but in like a really good way and I text one of the moms like I just don't know how I'm like to thank you guys and they're like no Ryder brings so much joy to our class like we were all devastated because I don't think the parents knew that Rye had VLCAD I don't know why they would know yeah so a lot of them were like what the hell like what do you what's going on what's going on what do you mean school but I'm gonna step out and grab these flowers really fast that was my tidbit of my my week but that's not my WTF so just wait for that okay (laughs) get ready for that one guys Oh my god! Bit Kyle, how have you been? Echo, wait. I just want to add on to Ryder because I I saw Ryder on Monday when she came home when my mom brought her home, and when those moments happened, it throws all of us off. And I didn't even know Cheyenne and Zach had that whole airport. Like I knew, I only get like little tidbits because it's like Mm -hmm. you know she's still in the moment, and it's we're checking in. My mom and I are trying to like reassure her like via text and voice notes. Everything's okay. Yeah. We're checking in with Corey, but it's also, I'm happy that we have an open relationship with Corey. So the communication was there, of course, uh, uh, communication is there. So it's not like Cheyenne's gone. So let me, you know, we're not sitting here checking on Ryder and talking to Corey. It was, um, you know, these, these moments affect all of us. And I love it. Cheyenne's friends were checking in and texting, like, what's going on? How can we help? Like, what can we do? So it's just, it's when those moments happen, it's, the amount of love and support that do come in and that it, that is shown it's 
it always just kind of reminds you of how special like your village is and how mm-hmm. special like Ryder is you yeah. know and Ryder is loved by many people and um yeah it was just I was just happy to see her and happy to be there with her and yeah. She was laying on the bed and she was sitting there talking to Zaire. And my mom was like, try and get Ryder to eat some rice. And she was like, Grandma, like, let me be. And uh, my mom had to go get her med. So I was like, I'll stay here. I'll lay with the baby. So I'm rubbing Ryder's back. And Boz uh, and Zaire's right there talking to her. Like, and Boz, Zaire, sorry, Zaire right now is really in this like screaming phase. Like, yes, where he's, like he's not screaming like in distress, but he's screaming because he's like, I'm talking. I see y'all. Talk to me. Give me attention. So they were literally going back and forth and Ryder was just looking. She's like, Zaire, like, thank you for being here with me. Like, like I just, I just want to lay here with my Zai Zai. And I was just like, I, I'm in love. <laughs> I'm in love with the I baby. I love that. I love that relationship. It's really sweet. Cause yeah, then her, um, Ryder, Boz and Zaire just all just laid in bed together and just, just. Oh, they just loved on each other. You guys have to see these they, flowers. They literally just loved on each other. Please bring them in. I wish I want to show the balloons afterwards. We'll have to take a whole picture. There's balloons. There's been flowers. She got cupcakes. Look at how I know that she feels good and feels loved. I love oh, that. You can turn the camera around. Oh, they're so beautiful. Oh, my God. Are those orchids? They're so beautiful. Wait, let me oh, show you the the flower, the balloon, some of the blooms that are in here. I love it. This there's a huge like unicorn balloon. This girl is she's blessed. She's loved. Yes. Yeah. And that's important for kids to feel that, especially when they've gone through something like that. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuchs and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Wondery Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house and I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on in my hallways. Thankfully, Framebridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store and print whatever kind of images I want for my home. Whether it's a travel souvenir, my favorite photos from my travels, or just pictures of my kids, I know it's gonna get done and it's gonna look good. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free secure prepaid packaging or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. 
I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm going to take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. I love to see things that I've done and experienced in life, and they motivate me to work even harder. When you think of FrameBridge, just remember it's easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. It's fair and transparent upfront pricing based simply on the size of your item. There's a curated selection of frame styles with design experts on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame. There's fast service, free shipping, and it's great for gifts. Order online or get expert help at a retail location near you. And don't forget, happiness is guaranteed. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they'll make it right. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It was, so I kept Boz home from school today. Um, and it's like Boz knows Ryder goes to like has these moments, but you know, he's three. He doesn't really understand what's yeah. going on, but he'll be like, you know, is Ryder okay? Like, yeah. You know, what's, what's going on with Ryder? Um, yeah. Because I saw them the other night, um, and Ryder was showing Boz where she got her IV. Mm-hmm. She was like, this is it, but there's no bruising because the last time she had an IV in, mm-hmm. it bruised really it bruised bad. really bad. So she was telling him, like, this is where it was. You can see the dot, but it's no bruise. And Boz was, like, really looking at it. He was asking her questions. And I'm like, oh, he's trying to understand. And Ryder's genuinely trying to To tell him. To tell him and and to explain. But it's also, like, she's trying to explain something that she also doesn't understand. Ryder doesn't know she has VLCAD. She doesn't know what VLCAD is. Like, she just thinks that when she gets sick, Everybody goes to the hospital. Like that's her right. norm. But it was real cool. She she said it. Corey had it in a video where she was like, "I'm real brave. I'm being brave." I love that, Parker. And she she said didn't it again. cry. She said it again when she was telling Boz. Like she, she yeah. was, you know, she was telling about there's something in her finger. There was something on her arm, and she was like, "Boz is like, is that a bandage? Is that a really big bandaid, Ryder?" Like he was, so like Shine said, he was trying to understand, understand. what was going on and. She still had her hospital, like her her hospital clothes on, and he was like, you know, oh, you've got ties on your back, like, yeah. you know, going through just being observant and asking. Um, and again, she told Boss, she was like, Boss, no tears. I was yeah. brave. Like <laughs> she was still very like lethargic, and like you could tell that she was out of it. But every now you would see her, her little sass, like her Come little back. her spirit was still there. And it's um Corey kept telling us she did not cry at all. And I'm like, how about you? Yeah, I'm- I was sobbing. So <laughs> I understand that she didn't cry, but I was crying. Okay. I don't know. He didn't answer when I asked him. I think that I think that 
this was the first time that Ryder had gone to the hospital where he was there for the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Like he's always been there, but but because I've always been the what the first one to be like, okay, we're going, and he would just meet us there. He sometimes missed. He's missed the IV part and the check in and like all those dramatics. Having to show them the letter, having to explain, mm-hmm. she has a rare disease. Like you have to take this precaution. You need to this. Right, having to do all the hard work. So, um, in hindsight, I feel like I'm happy that it happened the way it did yeah. because now. I know I always like, I knew before, you know, he could handle it if he needed to handle it, but he he handled, he handled it. it yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's like, now like now. yeah. And it's also good that he understands fully what Ryder has and what mm-hmm. what that means for her life. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a parent in the situation we were in, it was just it was too much for me. Like it was too much knowing that you're that my kid is on the way to the hospital and I'm trying to get on a flight to get there. Like, and then I was begging their line attendant for the, what's the Wi-Fi? Like I need to know something so that if something happens, I'm not turning my phone on to some shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be, I feel that it was just too much, but I watched Ryder in Boz the other night and I was just like, uh, it's so sweet and innocent at the same time. I'm just like, this is too much. Like you're four and you're sitting here trying to explain to a three-year-old where your IV goes. But you know what? They have each other and I'm very happy that they do have each other because they had their moments when they fight and they're like, Boz, I don't want to sit next to you. And Boz is like, Ryder, you're nasty. That was what was said earlier. I think um, I, love, I just but it's love like him. they will sit there and love each other and cuddle and just hold each other. Like, yeah, that's what happened. Parker for sure saw he is in my phone 24-7, but he saw the video of Ryder and was very asked me questions and was very worried about Ryder because he's I feel like Parker is forever checking on Ryder. This past weekend, because he didn't see her when we went to the Super Bowl party, he's like, Mom, but is Ryder coming? And I said, no, he's she's with her dad. And he was like, well, I don't need her to be missing out on things right now. He said, okay, oh. He's like, I just want to make sure that she's okay and she's included. I said, Ryder will be fine, uh, but <laughs> I know you love her. <laughs> Yeah, anytime Boz, like, if I get anything for Boz or we do anything, he's like, oh, well, we got to save this for Ryder and Parker. And I'm like, the loyalty here is so strong. I'm just happy that we've been able to keep them connected and keep them as, like, accountable of them. Like, even though Parker's, you know, not with them all the time, but I know for sure that he's made sure that he knows that that's his duty to be, like, an older cousin to them and love yeah. them you know i think there. that's really special because sometimes you know friends have kids and the kids don't get along our yeah, kids no. do get along and i think um you know we're very blessed in that sense so yeah thank I you agree. god so that's my depressing week kylan what's going on with you because we all saw that instagram <laughs> caption today wait what was the caption i didn't read it what did it say 
Maybe you should go read it out loud. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk loud. about it. It's actually, I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm a, it's, a, it's a lot. I was crying. I woke up crying this morning. Like really are you crying. Are you're at a good place? Are you putting on? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my, no, my shit's all jacked up. But like, <laughs> this is, when I say I'm at a good place, like I'm able to release right now. Cause normally okay. like I would hold things in and try to like save face or like just push through. But at this point, like me embracing like my vulnerability and being transparent or um, just what I'm going through right now um Shannon you always remind me like it's okay to ask for help you know Cheyenne always says like you know like I see what you're doing like keep doing it yeah Um, I'm like I get you guys really really speak to me you guys see me um but sometimes I don't always see myself in a, in a sense so I think today with me waking up and crying and just feeling so I don't know I was really like emoting a lot um it was like emoting is such an interesting word to me yes I think it's a great word wait pause yes for people who don't know what we're talking about I feel like Shannon really should read the caption what I'm not the best reader okay I'll read the caption she'll read it (laughs) (laughs) put me on the spot like that let's let's hear what I woke up on y'all I woke up this morning me not Kyle this is her (laughs) caption Y'all, I was already so freaking tired, and I go and I see this pretty ass picture, of Kyle, and I'm like, "Ooh, this is a nice picture. picture!" Dang, why can't we oh see it? Kyle's God. like, "Get my close up so y'all can see my pic." Okay, there it There's is. There's my pic, y'all. So I'm so <laughs> like to read the caption. I see this beautiful picture, and then I see all these caps. I didn't mean to write in all caps, but once it came out, I was like, going back. I read, I'm like, damn, she's in all caps. She's mad. I'm not right. Mad. She's yelling at somebody. She's yelling at us. So then I read <laughs> it. I read it in her voice, yelling at me. And I'm oh, like, I'm not yelling. Should I read it? No. But, but that's what caps no. are. Do you and Kanye need to know what caps are? You guys need, you need to understand when you write in caps, that's like, I'm coming You're full yelling, full you're projecting. And then I read it and I was like, oh, she was passionate. She wasn't screaming at me. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to scream. I don't think it was, I don't think anybody took it as that. I just think yeah. it's, it's automatic, automatically when you see all caps, you automatically think like you're, to be honest, like you're really trying to get your point across. Know what happened? Yeah. I was in my story and I was writing it in there. And then I was like, hold on, let me take it out of my story in case I accidentally post this shit. Cause at first I wasn't going to post it. Um, I hear it, Shy. Copy and pasted it into my notes, and it was in all caps. And I was like, "Okay, that's that." Do you want to read it? it so you can read it in the voice that you wrote it in? Yeah, because <laughs> I was about to say, "I know <laughs> <what> imagine." <laughs> Let me just read the first sentence. No, come here, get my phone back. No. This, this is how I read it in my head. <laughs> I never imagined that my journey of becoming a mother. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Guys, I'm mortified right now. I literally read it like if, that in my head. If I ever come off like that, that is I'm not- dead. 
I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, read it, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle's gonna read it all soft. I never. Imagined. I'm a 5'10 woman. Like, imagine me screaming. I'm not trying to come off like I'm screaming all the time. That sounds scary. I'd be looking at myself like, back up. Read it in okay. your good voice. My good voice. I'm just gonna read it. Okay. <laughs> I never imagined that my journey of becoming a mother would feel slash be so lonely. I know I have my family and they do everything they can, but not having a partner and being a full-time mom of two is hard as fuck. I put AF because I'm trying not to cuss this much. I love my boys and will do anything for them. But right now, mommy needs a moment of self. There's only so much reassurance I can provide myself. And at this moment, I just don't have the bandwidth. That's my head. I keep reminding myself that this I thought is, you put that emoji. I really, when you really just did that. Head, I'm like, wait, you put an emoji in there? I might I go back and add the emoji. I literally had to check back. Like, I didn't see no emoji. I keep reminding. Maybe I should add some emoji. So it's no, 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 don't no, no, no. Keep reminding myself that this is temporary and God has plans for me, but it doesn't change how I feel right now. I am in constant prayer, doing everything I can to uplift myself while figuring out life and in finding the balance of motherhood career self. And I said to my fellow parents, and I did an emoji, a little sparkle. This um, is where it got light. To my fellow parents, how do you create time slash moments for yourself? What are your daily affirmations? I loved that you did that at the bottom. Like yeah, sometimes too. you like to emote. Is that the word that you use? Emote. Emote. And you don't leave room for anybody to have something to say back to you. Oh, yeah. I just be pouring. You just pour. And then it's pouring. like... And then it's like, as a, someone who follows you, I read it and I'm like, this girl's oh. not even that, but it's like, I don't even know if I'm allowed to speak on what you're saying because of the way that you like finish it. Mm-hmm. Does that it make sense? Off. Yeah. yeah. It's like you close it off before someone can even say boo. So I feel like with this one, you, you really allowed yourself to number one, like feel, to be honest, to be reflective, to, uh, be like real about it but then to to open the door for other people to give advice to give their affirmations and to give you like your flowers yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? i'm so happy you noticed that that wasn't in my my intention but like i do know that sometimes i do release with and i still stay closed off yeah like yeah. i'm very very like self-aware in that sense so I know there's times where like a lot of times when I post things or I say things, I literally say them it's for me, myself and I like I'm not I appreciate like the words that people send me. I appreciate like the reassurance, the positivity. But like a lot of times when I do things it is it's for myself. You know, that is just how I release. Um, I'm one of those people that writes every day in my notes and sometimes I feel compelled to share. Sometimes I don't feel compelled to share it, but today I wanted to share just because I know a lot, I get a lot of messages where people are like, how do you stay positive all the time? And I'm like, I don't stay positive all the time. Like I'm in the trenches with y'all, like, um, in, in learning, you know, and figuring everything out, but it's, I'm also in a place right now where I'm really fighting for my growth. I feel, and I'm taking those steps and, I am in a place where I am okay with being open, but also I've been praying a lot about like receiving. Um, So 
yeah, I ended it that way because I wasn't, first of all, I was not trying to be aggressive with the all caps. That was so uh, aggressive. I was not trying to yell. Can I have him? Yeah. I'm going to get my little, my, my last little room into the cradle cap. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was more so like, um, this is how I feel, but also like, yeah, I meant it. Like, what are your positive affirmations? Like, how do you guys do this? Like, have you gone through the comments? Not yeah, all of them because I've been here playing with y'all and dealing with the kids this morning but today i do want to go back pardon me did you read any that stood out to you today no i still need to go i haven't been on my phone yeah uh, or i haven't been on instagram so like today i admire you for that kyle for what for you not being on your phone a lot i wish i've really been trying lately and on your phone no to, to not be on my phone uh, I admire you for that. Thank you. Um, so yeah, sometimes when I post things, like I'll post it and then I put my phone down for yeah. I, I'm I'm not on my phone for a moment. Um, so I for the yeah, but today I feel like I do want to interact with people and I saw some good ones. I do want to go back and really read them. And I've been getting receiving text messages. I just haven't been able to re- respond yet. So it's um. I know that I'm loved. I know that my kids are loved. Like, I know that I'm doing the work that I need to do to better myself. Um, but yeah, sometimes, sometimes you get distracted in life. Sometimes shit happens and knocks you off or. Um, I saw some good ones yeah. where it was like, you know, one mom said, I just. I have a really good cry. Oh, and I, that was the other thing. So for me, when yeah. I woke morning sorry I was crying I literally woke up crying and at first I was like what the hell's wrong with you like why are you crying and then like I just couldn't stop crying but then I was like I started to feel better like I literally was like I feel good right now like I think I really just needed to cry yeah and my week has not gone as planned um do you and Mezier follow each other on Instagram I don't follow Messier on Instagram. Does he follow you? No. I was just curious if he said anything about your post. Of course not. He's never said anything about anything that I post. Um, He sees it. There's times where he'll refer to something that I've posted, but he doesn't acknowledge it. He doesn't acknowledge it. Like he wouldn't, he's not going to be the person to say like, Hey, like, are you okay? Like he's never going to, I'm not going to say he's never, he has not been one to provide parenting reassurance or mother reassurance I need of like being a mom to our kids mm-hmm. um so it's yeah I don't expect that from him but it's that's just not who he is as a person towards me um which is sad but it is what it is it I mean is. My, it, it's it's very sad and it's I pray for him um in the sense that he can one day open up or have like someone talk to him or he have this epiphany moment or, you know, some kind of th- catharsis where he can see things from a different perspective. Yeah. Cause it's uh, nice sometimes to hear from the other parent. Yeah. Even if you're parenting or not to hear, I see you. Thank you for being a good mom. But I feel like he tells you that. No. Yeah. I feel like he does at times, but it's like when I need it, yeah he's not where to be found i get yeah. yeah 
it's like or it's like if like right now if i were to see if he had posted something like, i would have you know called or said hey like you know let's just check in you know you're with the kids full time let's do a check in yeah but i think sometimes no not defending you know the other but i feel like males forever need like a some some males some males are better than others they need a a notebook or like a can you check on me please guideline. they need guys right there you they yeah. need guidelines yeah. but it was so, um... a lot of males are up to sometimes i call robert crying and he's like what the hell is wrong with you and i'm like and he's like yeah. oh and sometimes it'll take him a minute and he's like yo you're good like you're nobody's saying that you're a bad mom nobody's like you're good yeah like, i i wish i felt comfortable enough sometimes to call him as EA, just crying when i'm frustrated yeah. but he tends to like shut me down in that sense um he doesn't think he does he thinks he's being open but his words are very uh are they short they're short sometimes they're mean sometimes there's a. Uh, it's um he's just not he doesn't give the response i guess or the reassurance or the comfort or the security that i need in a way or rather than saying okay hey i understand that you're stressed out or you're feeling these emotions like feel them he's like you're being dramatic or you know you have the support yeah he's like you're fine you'll figure it out and i'm like okay thanks i'm figuring it out to that yeah, so it's, I think so, that's part of, like, that idea or that feeling of being, like, alone or lonely in, like, just the parenting department. It's, um, you know, I've created these two children with this person, but when it comes down to the emotions of being parents, it's, I can't rely on him. So I've really had to, like, rely on myself. Anyways, this is a good moment for me because I'm releasing, and when I release, I'm able to replenish. So in my replenishing, I've been working with a postnatal care specialist recently, um, and I'm actually documenting my like recovery journey from pregnancy and just figuring out like my whole your whole situation yes I thought it was oh. cool that you posted it the um the other day so yeah I'm starting to work on that I'm really excited well I think that it's good that you shared I'm just gonna just be right now but I'm working on making some time for myself too Shannon I think I'm also a little sad because I have to I'm gonna start introducing like formula in a bottle to Zaire just so I can have some time to myself. You need it, Kyle. That's that's also really sad for me and really hard just because I nursed boss for so long and it's something that I want to do here as well. But having that reality check of like each pregnancy, each child, your situation is different with each time. So it's I'm trying to also live up to certain expectations or wants that I want for myself, but reality is like setting in that hey maybe you can't do that so it's just i'm in a lot of different transition tra- yeah like- a lot of different transitions right now um but i'm in a good place so like me releasing me crying me like emoting it's not um yes i have moments where i feel sadness or depressed but like i'm not lonely i'm not alone i'm not like you know yeah here by myself I do have a lot of love I do have a lot of support I've definitely been reminded of that today and like your girl's gonna be good this is just a part of that 
push through and I'm moving on to the next chapter in my life. That's all it is. So before we finish this week's episode, we did ask a couple questions. We did put up a Q&A on the Think Loud Crew podcast. So I think we all pick one question and then next week we can go more deep into it. I know Shannon has to go soon. So because, you know, parenting calls. Um, work, work, work. So I feel like everybody pick a question that you want to ask someone else. Ooh, I hate Zach. <laughs> Zach, ask a question. Yes. Yes. Sex break. I hate Zach too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cheyenne. Oh, no. No. <laughs> you better not say that. You want to marry that. Oh, wait, I forgot writers right here. <laughs> okay, Shannon, I have a question for you. What's your question? What advice can you give a single first-time mom? I feel like I would say be patient with yourself. Remind yourself that you are worthy and that... um I don't know just be patient with yourself I feel like as a single parent for the first time is a lot it's a lot of weight it's a lot of questioning and um if someone were to tell me like that I was going to be a first-time single mom and give me advice I would I would love to hear that just be patient and love on yourself and let the people around you love you and like help that. Okay. I like that advice. And shoot, that's very mom. That part, yeah. Um Diane. Yes. Uh wedding updates. Do we have any wedding updates? Oh. Um, wedding updates. We have a (laughs) venue. We have a date. I have a dress. That's it. She now, Yay! Has, she now has a bridal party i have a bridal party and that's it i've got duties kyle's supposed to be working on the bachelor bachelorette trip and the bridal shower i'm actually where supposed to be having kyle where are we going i will send you the message today shannon okay do we i know? got i have an update on location and stuff today so after i get off the did we find somewhere podcast, to go Yes, I have like three Why options, so we're that? narrowing it down to those three places. Well, that's exciting. My passport is up to date. I'm excited. Good. Um, but I mean, <laughs> that's my only update. <laughs> uh, I've been trying to. I keep asking Shine and Zach for their uh, guest list, and they keep saying I got it. I've kind of pretty much have Cheyenne's. I was about to say you have writer writer. I keep- but like every now and then I hear Cheyenne will be like, oh yeah, they're on the guest list. And I'm like, who are these people's names? Like, I feel like the are list you gonna is have a fancy or are you going to have, oh, it's both. It's Cheyenne. You have to just like Cheyenne alone has college friends, work friends. She's got her TV friends. Like, and these are all people she really like it. talks to. I'm like, where do you find time? Um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And then there's family. We have a large family. And then Zach's the one who I'm going to say, Zach, if you don't give me a list, it's going to be the immediate people that I can reach. Because um, <laughs> Cheyenne over here is taking up space. 
That's funny. All the space, but I'm ready to send out these save that I've created like a Google. I need that. A Google form so we could collect addresses. <laughs> and everything. Have that? Yes, I'll give it to you today. All right. So we can send out the save the dates and the invitations. All right. I got one for Kyle, unless you got one for Kyle, Shannon. Yeah. What is it? When will we ever get the Think Loud crew brunch? <sighs> Y'all, when I tell you we have tried to plan this, like, we really did three times now, but then we just get overwhelmed. So what I think we should do is we just, what is this going to be like our 42nd our 41st or 42nd episode? 41st. Yeah. When we get, when we hit our 52nd episode. Why 52nd? That's because then we'll be, we've been doing it for a year. There's 52 weeks in a year. Oh. <laughs> you, you smart. You so smart. Why not 50? (laughs) I'm going to see when our 52nd episode will, or what our one year anniversary of doing this will be. And I think that is when we set our goal. That's like in May. Ooh, is May, is that too scary? Yeah. Okay, what about June? Scary. (laughs) Scary. (laughs) Honestly, it's all scary to me. Okay, well, we need to settle on a month. We will. In February. Shannon said we will. I'm going to, I'm going to, you guys, I'm going to. Let me pick. Okay, Ryder. What what month would you like? Cinderella time. September. That's when mommy gets married. I don't know. Right, we can't do September. (laughs) Cheyenne, y'all, I get one, one day of the year. That's my birthday, right? In September. You're in the beginning. We're getting married at the end. This girl had to go take a whole month. I was trying to get married in October, but the dates weren't available. So, so she said, let me pick my yeah. sister's birthday. I wanted your birthday's in the beginning of September. Oh. Wedding is the last week of September. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I got to go, but I love you guys. Wait, wait um, Shannon's saying bye. Hold on, Rye. I love you guys. Have a great week. I always love venting with you guys. I love our crew so much. And I'm happy Rye is better. I love you, Rye. So I'll see you guys later. All right, guys. Follow me at Hair by Shannon C. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Think Loud Crew podcast. We know this week was really us just getting things off our chest, but that's what we needed to do this week. Um, Don't forget to follow us at the Think Loud Crew on Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube at Think Loud Crew. Check us out on all podcast platforms and look out next week or this week, really, because our website is finally done and our merch is coming out, which is super, 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 super exciting. So be on the lookout because that's going to happen within the next few days. Um, And I'm just so thankful for our crew. Also, you guys can follow me at Shy Not Shy. And you can follow me at Archive Lynn. Love you guys. Love Love y'all. Have a good week, guys. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that. 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.